Well, Ontario announcing today a brand new digital ID. This is something that will replace your driver's license and your health card. And for more on this, let's welcome in our tech expert. Here's Adam Oldfield, who joins us on Global News Radio. Adam, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me, man. All right. What are the details here? What do we know about this new digital ID? Well, it's going to be an app that we'll be able to download, and it's going to be almost like a, uh, a service Ontario capability to give us all of the access to our uh, information and applications and registrations, all within one simple process. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm very much welcoming this, Jeff. I mean, I, I love this concept. I think we're a little behind the times in regards to what we should be able to do. So this digital wallet, is it's not officially available to download yet. It's going to be coming out in the next couple months it's it's sort of a notice of what we can expect i've been for about many years i've been using a photo of my health card even a photo of my driver's license um especially during covid and it came in very handy when i went to go get my vaccination shot they actually accepted uh, a photo of my health card that i had on my phone so this is a again a very welcome environment but of course, with everything with government applications and information that they have, there's a lot of questions, which I know is posed and probably going to be challenged, such as where is the information stored? Who is going to have access to it? All of this. Um, I'm excited to say that the way they set this up is it's going to be downloaded to your phone or digital device. If you have a tablet, a, a smartphone, uh, it will be able to run independent. What that means is it's not cloud-based. And so what, what the difference between cloud-based is, it sits on a server. If someone hacks it, uh, your information is now susceptible. Um, but it does synchronize. So what that means is that all your information, your health card, your driver's license, uh, maybe your fishing license, uh, whatever the information on your phone is going to be protected from all of the security features within it. So biometrics, fingerprints, uh, retinal scans, uh, all of it will be there. It will also have the ability to shut off in the case you lose your phone. And then it just synchronizes, Jeff. It actually will just call to a server when you want to update content to the actual ministry website. And it will, it will just synchronize the information versus calling it off of a server. So those are all the great features of this new, of this new <laughs> digital wallet in Ontario that's coming. Okay, so what you're talking about, that it's not cloud-based, does that reduce privacy concerns then, Adam? And do the risks outweigh uh, the rewards or do the rewards outweigh the risks here? Absolutely. This is a much better system in regards to security as a, as a privacy issue. Um, it means that cloud-based uh, environments usually calls upon constantly a server with all of our data that's sitting out in a, in a, in a server or a, a processing center somewhere, particularly that is susceptible to hackers at all times. This system is going to be on your phone or your, your, your traveling digital device, if you will. So why that's so important is the fact that your digital device, if you've done, set it up properly, probably has a security feature of some sort, whether it's a passcode or a, a, a biometric connection. That is the unique difference between this. So the, the better of security for users in Ontario is that this digital wallet, again, I'm going based on what I understand and the way they've presented it, is that it will be much safer, uh, meaning our privacy and our content, especially our, our private information, is going to be very, very uh, uh, 
I would say, protected to a degree that it identifies you as the user and, and it's going to be less likely to be infiltrated or hacked, meaning I wouldn't be able to create my own version of Jeff MacArthur on my phone and go around saying, yeah, that's who I am. I'm Jeff. Give me a free drink, uh, that kind of thing. So it gives a little more security from that degree. Okay, I only got about 30, 40 seconds here, Adam, but uh, what about renewal fees? Because if I don't have to go get a new card anymore and I'm just downloading this to my phone, I hope my renewal fees are going down. That is a great question. Second <laughs> challenge is, of course, the saving of uh, saving of costs of why am I paying for all of these administration fees, which no longer exist. The bigger one, though, Jeff, the question that should be asked is, is it affordable for everyone? Not everyone has a smartphone, number right. one. Number two, it also depends on data. And you and I have had this conversation. Data in Canada is not the cheapest. So this is not, in my opinion, set up for universally all 12 million Ontario residents because it's out of their costs. In my opinion, it, there's a lot of limitations by it not being fair for everyone. All right. Our tech expert, Adam Oldfield, with us on this Thursday. Adam, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.